Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the breaking news. Tornadoes touch down as the threat for more deadly twisters continues. Plus, the new details tonight on when former President Donald Trump will turn himself in after being indicted. Here are tonight's headlines. It's coming right towards me. That house has been clobbered. A rare, high-risk, severe weather alert as homes are destroyed tonight in a tornado outbreak in the South and Midwest. We have the very latest. The people of New York versus Donald J. Trump. Security stepped up in Manhattan. What his lawyers are saying about a plea deal as we get reaction. This is nothing short of a political prosecution. No one is above the law, not even a former president of the United States. Morning in Nashville, nine-year-old Evelyn DeKaus is laid to rest after the school shooting. It's our job to take her light and to spread it. A CBS News exclusive, Senator John Fetterman speaks out after checking himself into the hospital for clinical depression. I had stopped leaving my bed. I stopped eating. Miss Clark, she fires. Meet Iowa's Caitlin Clark, the breakout star of March Madness. Do you think you're the best player in the country? <laughs> Absolutely, I think that. My email is not coming in. I don't know where things are. Help! Tell me how to run it. That's called Clio. Computer Literacy Education Outreach. Just amazing. A great quote. They're blessing. And they have so much patience with us.
Good evening and thank you for joining us. It is a dangerous Friday night across much of the Midwest and South. A massive storm system unleashing violent tornadoes and the threat is going to continue into the night. Nearly 60 million Americans on alert across 12 states now under tornado watches or warnings with a number of twisters already touching down from Little Rock, Arkansas to Des Moines, Iowa. This enhanced storm risk is actually the largest ever issued by the National Weather Service and stretches from the deep, deep south to the upper Midwest. Governor Syra Huckabee Sanders just declared a state of emergency in Arkansas. In Little Rock, a catastrophic tornado ripped apart homes and flipped cars. Our CBS affiliate KTHV in Little Rock reports that police have been transporting the injured in their patrol cars because there are not enough ambulances to respond. We have team coverage of tonight's storms and CBS's Roxana Saberi is going to start us off tonight from Davenport, Iowa, which sits right in the bullseye of a level five severe weather alert. Oh my God. A massive tornado touched down in North Little Rock, Arkansas late this afternoon, packing powerful winds and dumping heavy rain as it blew through the area moving 50 miles per hour. The storm left behind homes in tatters, scattering debris for several blocks, downed power lines, and snapped tree limbs that fell on passing cars. Driver Mike Houston narrowly escaped serious injuries. And all of a sudden it just all hit and uh, hit me. As the storm cleared, some residents were in shock. Twist it around, look at the woods back here. To the north in Iowa, another violent tornado struck near Iowa City with high winds and large quarter-size hail. While in Rolling Fork, Mississippi today, President Biden met with residents who are still recovering after an EF4 tornado ripped through this community seven days ago. Getting that sudden experience you lost someone is devastating. It's absolutely devastating. In, in addition to the state of emergencies, Arkansas's National Guard has been activated to help in Little Rock, and there could still be plenty more devastation to come. There have already been almost a dozen tornado warnings here in Iowa as this nearly 900-mile-long system marches east. Nora? Roxana Saberi, thank you very much. Further south, the city of Memphis is also in a high-risk zone for those severe storms, including violent tornadoes. And that's where meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel is following this major system. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Nora. This is an extremely dangerous night. In fact, a little more than 10 miles up the Mississippi River, where those dark skies are, there is a particularly dangerous situation. Tornado warning right now, a tornado in progress. And this essentially just the beginning of what is expected to be a very long and dangerous night. The threat for some strong, possibly intense long-lived tornadoes extends from Texas all the way up to Wisconsin. Tomorrow, we're going to watch the threat head to the east coast, parts of the southeast, parts of the northeast. We'll have the potential for some very strong storms. Also, widespread winds tonight and tomorrow could cause damage. And Nora, unfortunately, a similar situation setting up again early next week. Yeah, we're expecting high winds here tomorrow. Chris Warren, thank you. Well, now to our other top story and the historic criminal indictment of Donald Trump. CBS News has learned the former president will turn himself in on Tuesday for processing at a Manhattan courthouse. That means getting fingerprinted and having a mugshot taken. CBS's Robert Costa has new reporting tonight on security concerns in New York City. 
Former President Trump's indictment has law enforcement in New York on high alert, with security increased around Manhattan Criminal Court and Trump Tower. Trump is expected to fly to New York Monday and overnight at his residence. Tuesday, he'll travel downtown to court, a movement involving over 100 Secret Service agents and other law enforcement. Once inside the courthouse, Trump will stand for a mugshot and be fingerprinted. He is unlikely to be handcuffed, and then he'll be arraigned at 2.15 p.m. The announcement of the indictment last night stunned the former president, especially after reports in recent days suggested the grand jury's work might have stalled. Sources say the indictment could include about 30 counts related to the alleged falsification of records involving the $130,000 in hush money payments Michael Cohen made to Stormy Daniels for her silence in the final days of the 2016 campaign. I think that number relates to the different checks that we know uh, he signed for Michael Cohen to reimburse for the hush money payment. Uh, there were 11 checks, and each of them could give rise to one or two or three counts. And they've made that clear to us. Trump's lawyer said the former president would not accept a plea deal, arguing the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has no case. How a state prosecutor is going to prosecute a federal election campaign violation, which they think is a violation, which clearly isn't if you understand the law, um, I really have no idea. Trump, who dined at Mar-a-Lago with wife Melania Thursday night, blasted the indictment by what he called these thugs and radical left monsters. While privately fuming, allies say Trump is convinced Republicans will keep rallying to his side and not give an opening to rivals like Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. I don't know if voodoo's legal in New York, but this is legal voodoo. The unprecedented indictment of a former president of the United States for a campaign finance issue is an outrage. Today, Bragg hit back at Republicans who have claimed that the investigation was politically motivated, calling that baseless and inflammatory. The heated rhetoric has New York law enforcement bracing for violence next week. After Trump's indictment, some on social media called for war and said it's time for a real insurrection. Former NYPD Commissioner Bill Bratton. What most worries the NYPD at a moment like this? Lone Wolf. A lone wolf who is not bragging on social media that he's going to do this or going to do that. But somebody that all of a sudden shows up uh, who's not on the radar, that uh, who has a grievance, whether it's a grievance against the president, grievance against the, now the district attorney. Uh, it's the unknown that's always uh, a great concern. Robert Costa joins us now from outside the courthouse. And Robert, what do we know about these charges against Donald Trump? Sources tell CBS News that this indictment could be sprawling and include alleged financial crimes far beyond that Stormy Daniels payment. This all comes as former President Trump's allies are increasingly on edge about possible other indictments, whether it's from the Georgia election investigation or from the special counsel in Washington, who's probing January 6th and Trump's handling of classified records. Nora. Robert Costa, thank you very much. Today, family and friends gathered in Nashville to remember nine-year-old Evelyn Dickhouse in the first funeral for victims of the shooting at the Covenant School. CBS's Mark Strassman now on the third grader, whose family called her a shining light in this world. Grief came dressed in pink and in other joyous colors Evelyn Dickhouse loved. Her family described Evelyn, all of nine, as whip-smart, a world-class snuggler, and everyone's safe space. Clay Stoffer, the Dickhouse family pastor. She was a special little girl. Yeah, Evelyn was a very special little girl. She was a shining light, um, a beacon of joy. 
Is there anywhere in the room that you can hide? Monday's massacre at the Covenant School took six lives, three of them children. Victims who never found their safe space before the rampage ended. One 911 caller had hopes school employees might come to the rescue. We do have a school person or two, I'm not sure, that would be packing that are whose job it is for security. Police killed the shooter. They've given no sign anyone with the school fired a shot. In the aftermath, anguish. Funeral services for third grader Hallie Scruggs and substitute teacher Cindy Peake will be held tomorrow. Nine-year-old William Kinney on Sunday and custodian Mike Hill and head of school Catherine Kuntz next week. The way that we've been moving forward is uh, by coming together and loving each other and supporting each other, crying with each other, praying for each other, and um, we're going to get through this. Traffic backed up for miles outside today's memorial service. Roughly a thousand people attended, and the six funerals, Nora, are just getting started. Mark Strassman, thank you so much. Well, tonight, the military has identified the nine crew members killed Wednesday when two Army Black Hawk helicopters collided over Kentucky. They ranged in age from 23 to 36 and were from seven states. A special military investigative team was sent to the scene to find out what caused the crash. The U.S. Justice Department wants Norfolk Southern Railway to pay massive fines, possibly in the millions, after filing a lawsuit over the February derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. The derailment and fire sent hazardous chemicals into nearby creeks and rivers. Residents have complained of nausea and rashes. Norfolk Southern says it's committed to cleaning up the site. And there's this news just coming in. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman was released tonight from Walter Reed National Military Medical Center after six weeks of treatment for clinical depression. Fetterman is speaking out for the first time in an exclusive interview with CBS's Jane Polly for this week's Sunday Morning. It's like, you know, you just won the biggest you know, race in, in the country. And the whole thing about depression is, is that objectively you may have won, but de depression can actually convince you that you actually lost. And that's exactly what happened. And that was the start of a, of a, down, a downward spiral. In the interim between the campaign and being sworn in, at home in November, December, depression started gathering strength. Is that correct? Very much. Very much. I had stopped leaving my bed. I've stopped eating, I've dropping uh, weight. I stopped engaging some of the most things that I love in my life. It's a powerful interview, and you can see more of Jane Pauley's exclusive interview with Senator John Fetterman. That's on CBS Sunday Morning. The final four of the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournament is finally here. On the men's side, three of the four teams are Cinderella's, making their first appearance ever. The women will tip off the action tonight with LSU versus Virginia Tech and South Carolina facing Iowa. Hawkeye sensation Caitlin Clark has been setting records all year, including the first ever 40-point triple-double for men or women in tournament history. CBS's Jan Crawford takes a look at the AP's Player of the Year. Clark connects! Throughout her career at Iowa, Caitlin Clark has made the historic same routine. Clark, she fires! 
I mean, how do you do it, Caitlin Clark? I mean, uh, how do you do what you do? Honestly, those are shots I work on every single t- time I'm in the gym. Do you think you're the best player in the country? Absolutely. I think that. I think that having the confidence about yourself is super important. Here comes Clark. But Clark is quick to credit her teammates. Beautifully done. A longtime coach, Lisa Bluter. I think it just speaks to our loyalty and the culture that Coach Bluter has built here, you know. Clark often dazzles the sellout crowds with skill and swagger. Well, do you play with a chip on your shoulder? Well, I don't play basketball mad. I play because I love it. I play with a joy. I play with a passion. This year, with stars like Clark, South Carolina's Aaliyah Boston, and LSU's Angel Reese, the women's tournament is drawing record ratings. People love to tune in. I'm glad I can help change the game, Um, but it's not only me. I think there's so many tremendous players in our game right now. Having grown up idolizing WNBA legends like Maya Moore, Clark is keenly aware of the platform she now holds. I'm always going to make time for a little boy or a little girl that was going to come up to me and, you know, idolizes me. But then you take the time out of your day, you know, to inspire them. It can really change somebody's life. And, you know, then they have dreams to, you know, be what you were. Clark's dream now, Iowa's first ever national championship. Jan Crawford, CBS News, Dallas. Caitlin is right, so many good players, and that's why they are blockbuster ratings. All right, Pope Francis is on the men, taking time to baptize a newborn in the hospital, and apparently he had some pizza. We'll have the latest on his recovery next. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Vatican says Pope Francis is feeling better and will be released from a Rome hospital tomorrow, just in time for the start of Holy Week. Francis was seen baptizing a newborn today, sprinkling water from a hospital tray on the baby's forehead. The Pope was admitted on Wednesday for treatment of bronchitis. Keeping busy at the hospital. All right, tonight a lot of Americans are just hours from losing their Medicaid benefits. During the pandemic, the federal government suspended rules that remove people from the Medicaid rolls, but that protection expires at midnight. The government estimates 15 million people will lose their health benefits in the next few months. Will Tiger Woods play in next week's Masters? A new hint may clear things up. That's next. Tonight, it appears all but certain that Tiger Woods will play in this year's Masters. The biggest hint came today when Augusta National included Woods in the pre-tournament press conference that's set for Tuesday. Woods, a five-time Masters champion, last completed at the Genesis Invitational earlier this year as he still recovers from that devastating 2021 car accident. Hope to see him in person. All right, On the Road is next with a low-tech solution to a high-tech problem across multiple generations. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road with a group of teens who got some unexpected friend requests after offering support to local seniors. The residents at Brookdale Senior Living have a wealth of wisdom, but many also have a gap in that knowledge. Most notably, look at all these different things. How do you work this telephone gizmo? Even turn it on. That was hard. Right. My email was not coming in. I don't know where things are. It's just not easy. Help. Tell me how to run it. <laughs> Enter our heroes, a group of computer savvy Gen Zers who march in once a week to control S the day. But why? A couple years ago, some students here at Canterbury School in Fort Myers, Florida, were joking about how bad their grandparents were at anything technical. But when the laughter faded, one of them was struck with a seriously good idea. Yeah, it's called CLEO. It stands for Computer Literacy Education Outreach. Aaron Smolyar, along with friends Christian Lakeese and Derek Hunikin, started the CLEO Club and tried to partner with Brookdale. Yeah, initially we tried emailing, but I think maybe we got like put in the spam <laughs> not use email. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So we, I mean, it's right next door. We literally, it was before we could drive. So we just walked over after school. And they've been volunteering ever since. Okay, then go to photos icon. Jonathan Smith couldn't figure out how to text a picture. Do I poke it? Yeah, you just click it. And that's all there is to it? Yeah, click it. Nancy Kilpatrick wanted to clear out her inbox for the first time. 122,000. Emails? Yes. Fortunately, Nancy learned you don't have to delete them one at a time. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Oh. For the kids, it's not always easy. I'm getting it. All right. But they keep coming back week after week. I've never had that before. Those young people are just amazing. A great group. They're a blessing, you know. And they have so much patience with us. We're on a first-name basis now. <laughs> and those friendships may be the best part. Because eventually the devices go dark, but the conversation continues. <laughs> proving that as a communication tool, smartphones always work best. Powered off. Have a good one. Thank you so much. Steve Hartman on the road. Come by next week. Oh, I am. In Fort Myers, Florida. Already. These relationships and establishing that community is so important. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night and have a great weekend.
If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.